Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Jones! Bowden! He's got it! England have won the World Cup by the barest of margins! Stokes flashes it away through the covers for four, and England have won the match! Hello, Sunday, March the 5th. Welcome to the Analysts Inside Cricket podcast, which today is going to discuss the greatest test match you've ever seen. You could call it Gagoat, if you like, the greatest game of all time. Uh, and that's just as a result of that incredible test match we saw in Wellington, which England, of course, lost by one run. One of the closest test matches ever, one of the most exciting test matches ever. The, only the second test match that's gone to such a narrow conclusion, apart from the tied test matches. And of course, it was also only the fourth time in history that a team has won a test match after being asked to follow on. So it was incredible from so many points of view. So we thought we'd get our world's best cricket club members together, the virtual cricket club that I created a couple of years ago during lockdown. Uh, it's lots of uh, keen members from all over the world. And you can join our club by going to worldsbestcc.com. We have Kumar Sangakara as our special guest this Wednesday in the club. You can join us by going to that website, worldsbestcc.com, clicking on the buttons there, and you can join our club and be at the Kumar Sangakara live interview this Wednesday night and ask a question, direct question if you want as well and join this WhatsApp group which is so active from all over the world, cricket discussion, cricket conversation, cricket observation and we got the members together on Thursday night to discuss what was your greatest test match you've ever seen. Some interesting answers actually going right across the world and quite a long way back in history as well. So here is the results of that conversation. And by the way, if you want to add in your own uh, observations or memories of great test matches, you could go to the Twitter analyst feed, which is at the analyst pod, and put your own ideas in there. What was the greatest test match that you have witnessed? Here, anyway, is a conversation we had. Uh, it features Umar, Rob, Sundashan, Jacob, Mark, 
Martin, Robin, Tom, Tim, Paul, another Martin, Jenny and John. So listen in and hope you enjoy it. I'll give two special mentions. It has to be Edgbaston 05. Yeah. And India, Pakistan, Bangalore 99. Uh, so those two. But for me, my favourite is a bizarre one. It's Baron Lara's 153. Oh, yeah. I mean, Oz scored 499. Steve Wall missed out on a double by a couple of runs. And then Sherwin Campbell, of all people, kept kept Australia, uh, Windy's in the game, sorry. Then Courtney Walsh pulls out a five for Skittles of 120 odd. But still, excuse me, the target was 355 or something. Lost a bunch early. And then Lara and Adams took it to the end. It was just ebbed and flowed. But for me, that knock from Lara, I mean, I'm a big, Lara's my, my favourite batsman ever. So it had to be him. The th- thing with the test match was you had Ian Healy, Steve Waugh, Langer, McGrath, Warren, Gillespie, mm. McGill, Mark Waugh. You had the you had the team of the era. And the best thing was, the last it was Courtney Walsh coming out to bat. They needed like eight to win. Oh, my days. Some of the four defenders. He said on YouTube, you can watch. I don't know how he survived, but that, that's my... I'm going to sure. go for Ed Baston 05. Just because I watched it from start to finish, I even watched the ending from above in in Spain when I said I'll be back, won't be long, and I was gone for the rest of the morning. It was, it was just fascinating, like and the and the bar just filled up. I've never seen a bar in Spain filled up with people of all ages watching it. It was just for me, it was mind blowing because that's when I first watched a series from start to finish. I took the time off work. I watched every ball of every day, glued to the sofa. Watched it. We, we even ch- I even changed the flights we left so they flew after the day's play, so I didn't miss any because I refused to be in in the air with the day's play in case I missed something. For me, that was just fantastic. Sunder, Shan, have you got have you got a favourite Test match? Yep. So there are two actually. One is the tight Test India Australia. I huh. that was probably one of the first Test matches that I watched all five days of and. I fell in love with Ravi Shastri in that match. 200 he scored, but the way he managed Maninder Singh at the end and ensured he stayed right up to the end till he lost his head and got LBW. What, what, what year was that? I think that was 1987, if I'm not wrong. 1996, right. I think it was. 86, 87, yeah. I, I right. remember I was in grade 10, so I remember my mum screaming at me all through the no, five right. days, saying, you got to... Big exam coming up and you need to study. And I was really doing that. <laughs> and the other one is the Calcutta India Australia again. 2001. One in which uh, Lakshman and Dravid scored. Yeah. 2001, yeah. if I'm not wrong. Oh, well, they batted all down. Yeah. yeah. The win yeah. For, that was the last, the last follow on win before this week, wasn't it? I think. Yeah. That's yeah. right. God, that's, that's two good games. Who's next? I'll, I'll go next. Um, the game that I was thinking of was uh, the one in uh, the Gabatois. Uh, in 2021, is it now January? Um, especially with yeah. what happened with with, with 36 all out, with with Boomer out, Ashwin out, Kohli obviously no. went back, Rahane obviously t- it took um, it won the match in Melbourne and it went it was one all, wasn't it, going into the last test yeah. and obviously went yes. went to the last last day and uh, obviously rest is history uh, with with Rishab mm. and and especially what with what Tim Payne said in Sydney about uh, you know taking India to the Gabatois. And um, and they're almost certain, weren't they, that uh, India will obviously wilt under pressure, and um, you know, obviously with having the second team, it wasn't even the second team, was it? It was, it was the third team, I think. Yeah. Some of the players like Natarajan yeah, and Washington right. Sundar, you know, players that never even they hardly played even first class matches, let alone uh, Test matches, and and, and to win in um, in Australia, where India only previously done a 
once before, and that's when Steve Smith and um, obviously David Warren were, were banned at that time. So some Australians claimed that wasn't proper valid, you know, and, mm-hmm. and for, for India to win it, you know, when, when it was least expected, it was just remarkable. For me, that was the greatest mm. test that's ever been. Yeah, good, good, good example. Good game. Good game. Yeah. Okay, go on. I'm going to go way back. I'm going to go back to um, Botham's Ashes and uh, the Headingley Test, where he made that ridiculous 149 by just well yeah. smogging a lot of it. That was the that was the test. Well, that was the series that really hooked me into Test cricket. And uh, mm. just now, just watch, even watching it now, just to see Bob Willis running in with that glazed expression yeah. on his face is just incredible. And, <laughs> Especially when they were yeah. in the game, nothing to lose. It was just, yeah, that was my. But in recent times, I'm gonna go with the, that Gabatoa game because the way India won that was just incredible. So yeah. that's my two, yeah. I think. Very good. Yeah. There are so many stories about yeah. both from the Test match where they were at, like you know where the Australians were going to the bookmakers because they were so yeah, yeah, hundred to one. Yeah. Hundred to one. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. and all sorts. Ridiculous. Yeah. Of course, that was that was uh, Simon's era, so he'd been playing. Well, then. Yeah, I was playing. Oh, we yeah. never saw the last day of that test because we were out in the field. I think it was. I think I was playing Gloucestershire and Zahir Abbas mm. about 180 or something. So we never saw that uh, that, that mm. fantastic one. I mean, I'll, I'll just give you one. I'll go even further back, Martin. Actually, mm. one, the, one of the first tests I ever saw, 1968, mm-hmm. the Oval, Basil Oliveira. 158. Yeah. Brilliant innings. And he'd, he'd been recalled, having been dropped a couple of tests before. And actually to think of what the pressure was on him, because England were going to South Africa that winter. And obviously he was keen to be part yes. of the scoring team. And this was his last chance. This was an un, unexpected opportunity. And to score that, and he, it was a brilliant innings, 158. Ironically, yeah. the same score that Kevin Peterson made at the Oval in 2005. Oh, yeah. Then there was the bizarre circumstances of rainfall and uh, saturated ground and the, and all the crowd coming on. And I was actually watching the telly, all the crowd coming on and drying up the pitch with towels blankets and, and, blankets, and blankets, yeah. blankets and everything. And then I under- was there too, Simon. I, you were there? Hmm. Were you? You were actually yeah. there? Yep. Wow. Really, <laughs> I, left, I, I left the game for a uh, for I don't know an hour or more. Went home. I was living in Ken High Street then, and uh, uh, got home. My father was watching it on the television and said they've started playing again. Odd. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, in other words, you didn't go back. You just <laughs> the rest on telly. Correct. Yeah. In the end, wow, it would have been amazing to be there. It would have been amazing to have been one of those people who dried the pitch up and then saw mm. the conclusion. Yeah. Actually, Simon yeah. Mann and I recorded a, a new uh, commentary of that game uh, that last day. We'll upload it at some point as a podcast. I can go back to Bob Barber and Jeff Boycott opening at Newlands in 65. Oh, oh. what happened there? <laughs> To be honest, that's all I can remember. (laughs) I do remember loving it at the time. I was about 14, I think. Right. And uh, I I just, I was right very high up on the the stand they'd built for the game. Um, And, uh, of course, it was located, as we all know, right under Table Mountain. And, uh, and of course, the uh, the tablecloth, as they called it, 
from time to time just sat on Table Mountain and um, it affected the play because, of course, sun, cloud, sun, cloud. Mm. Um, it was fantastic. Mm. That's a good that's a good story. If I can say mine, because probably recapping too. So um, following on from Martin, my I was nine years old. And if you can see there, it's kind of I've got Botham's ashes on the wall. No, and a, yeah. I've got the scorecard up there. And, right. and that that for me kind of got me into cricket. You know, mm. I was I was nine years old that. And also mm. I had the VHS of it when I probably owned about five VHS. <laughs> Copies so I've watched oh, that yeah. so many times over the years. And, and funny enough, the other one I thought about today, and then I'll probably talk about the one that I was actually at, but I was thinking today in in March 99, I was on a at the end of a, a lads holiday in Mallorca, and our flight wasn't till sort of midnight. And I and I went to the bar with a friend who has no interest in cricket. And there was a test match on in the bar between Australia and West Indies. And I said to my friend, who has no interest in cricket, you know, cricket's not too bad. And we saw Brian Lara score 153. Okay. And, I, you know, and, I, wow. and that really sticks in my mind, just sitting watching that at the bar. And he, and he was like, this is brilliant, you know. And so, yeah, that's right up there for me. Mm. I, th I think in terms of ones I, I was actually at... Um, I went to the fourth day to Old Trafford in 2005 and we then made a snap decision to extend our hotel one day and we'd heard that it was you know going to be a sellout we got up at about five in the morning got in the queue and managed to get in about 10 minutes before they shut the gates at 8am and, um, and and watched that 96 over fifth day um, and saw Ponting's inning, and, and it, you know, I mean, it obviously ended in a draw, mm. but that was just unbelievable. The way, he, been, you yeah. know, as, a, as an English fan, to see how he batted that day was just unreal. You know, against that attack and the way they were bowling was, you know, it, it, as a cricket fan, it was incredible. Do you remember his expression when he was out? I think he was caught yeah. outside. Well, Funny enough, we were in the, you know, we were obviously surrounded a lot, lot of English fans, and you know. There was a lot, that was the first kind of time I'd seen the the kind of football crowd atmosphere at the cricket and there was a lot of people giving mm. him a send-off and I thought, oh my goodness, you've just seen one of the great test innings and it, I just, yeah, I, I, I thought there was a lot of people there that were, mm. yeah, just didn't quite get it, what they'd, what they'd seen. But yeah, he was gutted. He thought he'd cost the game, but it was, it was tremendous. That was a great day's cricket. Mm. That was yeah. Michael Vaughan always remembers it as the the day when when the, the Aussies had drawn the match. They looked at the dressing room, mm. and all the Aussies yes. were celebrating, celebrating a draw. That, yeah. that was motivation yeah. to make to yeah. re realise yeah. that the Aussies were very vulnerable. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Have you got a favorite, Tim? Mine, it's, it's got to be Edge Best and Overfall Ever, I think. I can't, I can't think of one that I'm... I mean, I wasn't actually there, but I did see the last day on television. I, yeah, I thought, I thought England had lost it. And then, yeah, I think that's got to be the best one. I was just going to say, following on from Tom, um, in terms of there's a difference, you know, watching on TV, I think I think I'd agree with Edge of Snow 5. Yeah. Um, I, I was just, uh, just started going out with my now wife then. And I stayed over at hers for pretty much most of that test match and forced her to watch all of it on Channel 4. Oh, right. <laughs> well, lucky you're still married then. Blimey. I know, I know. That final morning, because obviously it was, I think it was about you know an hour into the final day, wasn't it? I think it was 10.30 start. So it was just before midday. Yeah, it was. Or thereabouts. And she said, you know, can never get over the image of a of a of a naked bloke jumping up and down in her bed, punching the wall, watching cricket. She's like, I didn't realise it <laughs> generate these yeah. emotions. Um, so that that would be for me probably the best one to watch on TV. But in terms of being in the ground, um, no. two that stick out or, uh, would be the follow-on game from the Old Trafford game. I went to the first day of Old Trafford, but the I was at the final day of, te- of Trent Bridge where we won by two wickets, whatever it was, when Hoggard and Giles got us over the line. Oh, yes. and that, was a, that was a topsy-turvy day, but to be there for that was brilliant. <laughs> and the other one, going back a few years before that, which I've talked about on here, I think, before, um, England v South Africa at Headingley in 98, which I think was the first time England had won a home series for 10, 11 years. Yes. Um, and, it, and it went over to that final morning and, and um, Goff and, and Fraser took the last two wickets. There's a bit of dodgy mm-hmm. umpiring, Javid Akhtar, I think, with, with about 15 LBWs um, in the game. <laughs> um, but that was, that was brilliant to be at that and run on the pitch. I think yeah. it got on BBC TV yeah. or whoever was covering it at the end when they were celebrating mm-hmm. well. And, and the, other, the other moment that sticks out for me, not not so much a match, although it was a good match, but to be at Sydney when um, Steve Waugh scored 100 off the last ball of the day yeah. uh, and he went through 10,000 runs in the same innings. I mean, that yeah. to be there for that, I think it's probably... It was against Dawson, wasn't it? Dawson, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, Dawson. You know, from, from, although England were on the wrong end of that sort of moment, it was you yeah. know, to be there was such a privilege to, to witness that uh, and, and the, yeah. the sort of, you know, the, the, the sort of history of that, that moment was brilliant. Yeah. So the match that I was um, that I can remember again, it was overseas, and um, that was in New Zealand in March two thousand and two, when Nathan Astor scored that double hundred. Yeah. Yes. Also in that match, I, I looked back at the scorecard this afternoon to remind myself. Uh, Graham Thorpe scored two hundred. That's yeah. Flintoff and Nasser Hussain both scored hundreds as well. So, yeah. I mean, it, wow. that was an amazing game. There was hardly anybody there. there was that around the time of... supporters than there were anyone else. Great memories. Go on, yeah. <clears throat> I was at the uh, Headingley 2019 test. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. With Sam. Well, I wasn't with Sam. <laughs> but oh, it's a shame Sam's still not here because we could have just gone through mm-hmm. our different um, <laughs> different experiences. <laughs> but, uh, I was there on days three and four, and um, right, wow. day three I was seriously considering at tea time or just after whether or not I'd 
actually <laughs> come back on the on the day four, <laughs> yeah. whether or not it'd be worthwhile. But obviously, no, um, Root and Stokes saw out the uh, saw out the day. And I, to be honest, when I came back on day four, I, I was really quite optimistic. I think most of the England supporters there were, to be perfectly honest, because yeah. although it was a, a huge task, um, I, I think with with Root and and Stokes and still with uh, Bearstone Butler um, to come. Yeah. Most most of us were, you know, like England supporters are, um, <laughs> optimistic, even though we don't, mm. you know, we don't usually win. <laughs> or we didn't, <laughs> you know, against the Australia. We, we were thinking, but we'd won the World Cup, hadn't we? So, you know, anything's yeah. possible. Oh, yeah. Stokes is there. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I mean, it, it was an unbelievable atmosphere. Yeah. Unbelievable. It was sort of one. Of, it seemed to be one of those one in hundred scenarios that you know England find themselves, or lots of cricket teams find themselves in, don't they? You think, yeah. oh, maybe tomorrow we just might be our day, and actually that that was yeah. that was the one yeah. in the hundred. Oh, that's it, fantastic. It yeah, I, and we had um, four Australians sitting. You know, I was right in the front row. <laughs> but, um, wow. You know, the, the you know that fantastic photograph um, from um, Point when. Yeah. Um, ben Stokes raises yeah, his arm and everything. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I am directly behind him, Brilliant. standing up, just standing up uh, in the photo. <laughs> oh, right. Um, and um, I, I get, I'm on a couple of times on the TV because there's um, the crowd shot kind of thing. Giving it large on the Western Terrace, we <laughs> just a lot from the Western Terrace, and. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, about four rows behind us, there were four Aussies who were getting very leery at one point, as you can imagine. And um, I think it's um, Travis Head is, is out on the boundary and he's getting all leery with them for most yeah. of the time. And then it's getting quieter and quieter. He and these uh, four Australians were getting quieter and quieter and more and more serious as, as the last wicket sound was going on. And mm. It was so funny the the reactions and um, uh, of the Australian fielders as the as the stand went on. It was it was a brilliant day, absolutely brilliant, boiling hot. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean it was oh, just superb. <laughs> Never been anywhere like it. I mean, I think with two thousand and five, everybody sort of has seems to have that nostalgic look back. And but actually, yeah, you're right. That that day, two thousand nineteen, is every bit as good as 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 the edge in 2005. Yeah. So I, I think, and it, this is one that unfortunately I wasn't at, but I remember very well, which was um, first test 1990, West Indies versus England, Kingston. Ooh. Oh, okay. Oh, yes. Yeah. And that was the first time we'd beaten the West Indies in forever. Certainly Wayne Larkins, was it? I think yeah, the way well, it's the first yeah. time we'd beaten the West Indies when the series was still alive. We we won, we beat them a couple of times at the Oval at the oh, end yeah. of the series, didn't we? Yeah, but they were irrelevant. Yeah, uh, on the on yeah. I mean, this was certainly we beat the West Indies in West Indies as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that was um, well, that was Ma Angus Fraser, Devon Malcolm, that's yeah. and Wayne Larkins at the winning runs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Alan Lamb got hundred. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he did, yeah, and, and also the thing about that, I, I, I didn't have. I think it was on. Yeah, it was on Sky. It was one of the I first. Think, on Sky. Yeah, it was. It was, yeah, it was, yeah, it was a really, it was a really good Sky. feature on Sky. I think they did last summer about. Yes, they did. Uh, they did. The yeah. Sort of almost been the launch pad for Sky cricket, wasn't it? Um, yeah. Yes. Yeah. But I didn't have Sky, so I just had TMS. 
Mm. So I was following the set and I was, I think I was building a wardrobe or some rubbish like that. <laughs> but, and that was just listening to TMS. But it was remarkable because, I mean, TMS was very, very good. But, you know, we just couldn't believe that England were actually yeah. beating them. And yeah. Uh, yeah. I think that has to be the best one. Okay, so that was it. The world's best cricket club talking about their greatest test matches that they've ever witnessed. As I said, you can go to the Analyst Pod Twitter feed at the Analyst Pod and put in your own ideas what you think was the greatest test match you've ever seen. And don't forget the club, worldsbestcc.com. You can join us anytime. We are raising money for the Professional Cricketers Trust, so it's a worthwhile cause. Okay, hope you enjoyed it. Speak to you next time. Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.